as well as revelation. It's another platform that God has placed for humanity to experience Him. What else? What else? Prayer, worship is another platform that God has placed for humanity to experience Him. A prophecy is another platform as well that God has placed for humanity to experience Him. Experiences as well is one of the platforms that God has placed for humanity to experience Him. The moment you have got an experience with God or an encounter like Jacob, you can experience God in that experience. Which simply means that you cannot miss God's experience in any dispensation of civilization. Which means from January up to this present day, there is a platform that is uh, prepared for humanity that is at your disposal to experience God. You may not be prophesied, but scriptures are with us. Each other time we are preaching and scriptures are making us matured Christians. So if you miss prophecy, there are scriptures that you can use to experience God. If you miss scriptures, there is praise and worship where you can experience God. Where David said, how good and beautiful is your presence. And uh, if you miss worship, Prayer again, you can, it's a platform where we can experience God. You can pray in your home, you can pray here, anywhere, in your car, even at your workplace. You can experience, every place is a place of experience. Somebody shout experience. experience. So I'm not going to uh, speak on all these compendiums because they are so big. I will just uh, capture one dimension in which God is presented for humanity to experience him today, where that is his name. We are going to be ministering and talking about his name. We will speak about revelation and scriptures on how to experience God based on all these things, how to experience God based on praise and worship. But today, uh, my discourse, uh, it will come from the dimension that I've called the names of God. Somebody shout the names of God. The names of God. And uh, our um, uh, discourse, uh, we are going to take it from two books. Uh, that is the book of Genesis chapter 2. And now uh, Exodus chapter 3, subsection 3 to 4. Then we go to the book of Genesis again where God spoke to, to, to Abraham and he said, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make your name so great. Uh, are we in Exodus? Are we in Exodus? Exodus chapter 3. We are meeting up the man called uh Moses. So if you are there, can you read? Chapter 3, verse 2 and 4. Yes. I'm still checking Genesis. Verses 2. <clears throat> the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush oh. was on fire, yet it was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight, why this bush is not bent up. When the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. Then God said, Do not come here. Take your sandals off your feet. Because the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Uh, Genesis 17, verse 5. Genesis 17, verse 5. Verses 5. No longer shall your name be Abraham, Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham, for I will make you the father of many nations. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. I wonder, I was trying to look for the chapter that uh, God said to Abraham, I will bless you 
bless your generation and I'll make your name so famous. Can anyone look for the scripture for me? Genesis chapter 12. Chapter 12. Um, Genesis chapter 12, a verse. Verse number 2. Verse number 2, yes. I had put Genesis chapter 2, verse number 2, so it was confusing. Yeah, 12, verse number 2. Verse number 2. Yes. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you abundantly, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse the one who curses. Yes, okay. Not a problem, not a problem. That's great. First two. First two, yes. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Number four. Uh, only there. Thank you so much. I said I'll, I'm speaking on the platforms that God has provided for humanity so that they can experience God. Because in the end of time when God is dealing with humanity, you and me, He wants us to get a place where we can experience Him uh, physically, where we can see and touch Him. So when we are dealing with uh, the names of God, we will start by defining what is a name. A name is a unique identifier. Generally, it's a string of uh, characters, features, traits, and race. That is a name. It's a string of characters, features, traits, and race. And it's a unique identifier. So we have names because we have to be identified so your identifiability is premised on your name. That's why when I call for a name that is not in this room, you tend to ignore me. Not because you are doing it deliberately, but because you cannot identify with the name that I'm calling. So if I call and I say person and there's no person here, I know that no one is going to say hello or is going to respond to me. But the moment I call a name that is around you, something that is in you can tell you that it's me. I have identified with you. Glory be to Jesus. So God is speaking to Abraham and is saying to you, Abraham, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make you a nation. After we have read the way we have read, God changed Abraham from being Abraham to Abraham. The name Abraham, it means exalted father. And God is saying that I'm moving you from that level and dimension where I'm going to call you Abraham, which means father to many nations, which means every name, it opens up a dimension. A name is not just an identifier, it's a dimension. So God said, Abraham, I'm about to get you into a dimension of you and exalt you that you may become famous, but I cannot open that dimension by the name that you're carrying. So I'm going to attach a name that will open up a dimension so that you may experience me. Glory be to Jesus. God could have brought a dimension to Abraham, not to Abraham, but he said, according to the laws and principles of the spirit, dimensions are invoked by a name that is attached to a dimension. Are we together? It's going to be cool. And God, again, he said, in blessing you with a name, you are going to be famous. People are gonna, they are going to know about you, which means my dimension, my name, it speaks to a dimension. If I am called poverty, I may not uh, worry about the name. I may not be aware of the uh, discrepancies that are attached to the name. But there's a dimension that is already invoked by the name that I am carrying. That, that's why Jabez is saying, enough is enough. I know that I was given birth in pain and I was called Jabez. 
and a dimension of pain it was opened for Japanese that he could not experience God the way he should have experienced God. And the Bible says he was more honorable than all of his brothers. But Oma could not attach because of the name that was scaring. Another thing that we need to appreciate about names is that uh, your name is not you. Your name is not you. Your name can be great, whereas you yourself, you are not great. So your name is not me. But I must uh, sustain intelligence when God gives me a name to pray and to climb up the ladder that can take me to my name. That's why we have got people at our workplaces, in our societies, where you, you, you can call them bosses, but when you try to attach the name and the experience that is in the physical or their traits, these things cannot match. How many people in our lives that we have met up and we have heard that this person is a knowledgeable, this person is an accountant, this person is an academician, but when you sit down with the person, things that he does is like they are being done with a kindergarten. Which means when God gives you a name, like a, being a prophet, it's a name that God can give you. When God gives you that a name, the name is greater. So I need to wake up and to start to work my way around the ladder that can take me to that name. Because if I cannot grow to match up my name, one day I'll pull down my name. That's why we've got a lot of people in our communities, in our families, that had greater names. And without the devil, they put down their names. Which means when I have a name, I must pray to God that God may give me the spirit of wisdom, some spiritual technologies on how to attain to the name that God has given unto me. That's why God said unto Abraham, I'm going to make your name so great. And if I'm going to make your name so great, it's not going to end there. I want you to work towards that name. That's why we read about King Solomon. The Bible speaks of Solomon, that Solomon was a great man. His name was famous and he was known all over the region of Israel and in other kingdoms. But Queen uh, Candice, the Queen of Sheba, she did not believe the name that she had. She said, I want to match what I'm hearing about Solomon to what he is doing in the natural. And the Bible says she had to travel all the way from the south to go to King Solomon. And the Bible says when she came to King Solomon, she was trying to match the name. Because everyone was saying Solomon is a great man. Solomon is a great man. But Queen Candice said, I'm not going to just believe. But I'm going to visit and see if this person is grown or matured enough to match the name. Which means my responsibility as a child of God is this. When God calls me an apostle, when God calls me a prosperous person, I must sustain intelligence on how to grow and match my name. If you cannot match your name, there will come a season when you pull down your name. Glory be to Jesus. Without any interference, without the devil. So when Queen Candice came to Solomon, she started to look around trying to match the name that she had and what she was seeing around. The Bible says when she saw everything that was around the palace of Solomon, she faint, she ran out of breath, and she said unto Solomon, all the things that I'm seeing now were never told unto me. I heard about your greatness, and I had to travel all the way to see your greatness. But now the half of the things that I saw here, I were never told unto me. Glory be to Jesus. Which means there is a dimension in which God can open up for humanity. But for me now to match up the dimension, I must sustain some intelligence and I must pray to God for the grace and his mercy so that I may match up that name before I pull it down. Are we together? Are we together? So when you are dealing with God, as he was dealing with Moses, the Bible is speaking about Moses. Uh, and God, uh, he said in the Bible, uh, it says Moses was tending his father-in-law as livestock. And as he was doing that, trying to just put a historical background on where the name of God came into picture, 
And the Bible says he saw a burning bush. As it was burning, it was not being consumed. And when God was trying to capture the attention of Moses, so he said, for me to capture the attention of Moses, I must use things that uh, Moses can relate to. And you know that Moses was being trained before he left Egypt, he was being trained to be the next king of Egypt because he was next in line. His half-brother Ramesses was ruling. After Ramesses, Moses was supposed to be the king. So they trained him in all the psychology of Egypt. So as God was trying now to capture the attention of Moses, he said, I'm going to bring things that he can relate with. So when Moses saw the bush burning, scientifically he, he knows that when the bush is burning, it should be consumed. But now the bush is not being consumed. And he had now to draw close. Because if the bush was being consumed, scientifically, because Moses, uh, uh, apart from being an apostolic and prophetic entity, he was an educated and academician, he was a scientist by profession. So God said, when I cause this bush to just burn, without it being consumed, I'm going to capture the attention of Moses. For sure, he captured the attention. And Moses went to the bush that was burning to see what is really transparent. Because I'm coming from a, a, a place, a country, where science, it tells us that whatever burns, it must be consumed. When God saw that he captured the attention of Moses, are you checking with me? The Bible says, God now then spoke out of the bush and said unto Moses, take off your shoes because the place where you are standing is a holy place. When God spoke to Moses, Moses listened to God and God said unto Moses, I want to send you back to Ramesses. You are running away from Ramesses. I want you to go and tell your half-brother that the God of the Hebrews has met up with you and he has said, let my people go. Are you tracking with me? And the Bible says, before Moses accepted the assignment and the mission, he said unto God, it's not an issue, I will go to Ramesses. But when I go to Ramesses, who am I going to say has sent me? Because Ramesses is going to ask me who has sent you. And after he asked me who has sent me, because he knew Pharaoh, Ramesses, that he was going to ask him. And God said unto Moses, you have to tell him that I am that I am he sent you. Somebody shout, I am that I am. I am And the reason why Moses is asking this question is not because he's trying to repute yet the mission. He knows that the country in which he is being sent, these people that is being sent to, they were introduced to different gods, more than a thousand gods. So for you to just come and say, God is said, let's go out. They were not going to accept. Even Pharaoh Ramesses, he, he, was, he was introduced in, when he was young to different gods. The gods of fertility, the gods of the sun, the gods of thunder, the gods of flies. So for you to just go to Ramesses and say, Ramesses, the God of the Hebrews, he has said, let my people go. He was going to laugh. And the Bible says, God said, I'm going to give you a name. And after I give you a name, go and present the name unto Pharaoh. And you understand that in ancient days, they had no revelation in ancient days, especially in Egypt, that one God is all powerful. That, uh, that theology and that revelation, it was not in them. So, because Egypt was the epicenter of witchcraft in those ancient days, so the people that were in Egypt were not uh, 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 taught on the God of all. They were taught on different gods. And there were books that could speak about those gods and the testamenters on how to invoke those gods. Which means if you've got a problem, you are supposed to trace a god that deals with that problem. Which means if I'm being affected with the stagnation and barrenness, I was supposed to open up the books then I trust the God that deals with barrenness, the God that deals with poverty. Then they could write all the uh, testaments that can uh, help you to invoke such a God. If you are affected again with a spirit of poverty, 
The God that has helped you with stagnation was not the God that was going to help you with poverty. You were supposed to go and read about the God who deals with prosperity. Then the invocation was there on how to invoke. So there were some messages that you could read and invoke that God. So for you to go to Egypt and say, one God, the God of power, the God of thunder, the God of prosperity, he sent me, it was going to be difficult. But God said unto Moses, I'm going to be with you. And as I'm going to be with you, I'm going to be the God and the salvation of all these gods. Are we together? Are we together? So as God was now trying to bring his people, he said unto Moses, I'm not just a God in jail, but I'm a God with a salvation of fertility and a salvation of power and prosperity. I am the one God that can cover and provide for all these things. And if you see these other gods that are there, because in Egypt or in witchcraft, I think I told you that they don't believe in infinity or affinity. They believe in mastery, that you cannot have one witch or one god of witches who is responsible for everything. They believe in speciality. They believe in specialization, like in medicine, where you specialize in one thing. But they said, God now that is coming and is saying, I am that I am. He's saying that I don't specialize in one thing. I am a God of all. I deal with poverty. I deal with rejection. I deal with negligence. I deal uh, with stagnation. I deal with everything that is under the sun. That theology and revelation was not in them. So Moses now was afraid. And the Bible says, God said unto Moses, you are going to use your stick. After you use your stick, they are going to, to, to accept me as the one that has sent you. But he's going into an epicenter of witchcraft. The Bible says when Moses went to Ramesses and he threw his uh, stuff to Ramesses, the Bible says his stick changed into a snake. After changing into a snake, Pharaoh started to laugh and said, you, you are joking, boy. And the Bible says he called to a custodian of witchcraft because there were two custodians of witchcraft in Egypt, Jonas and Genesis. And uh, the Bible says, Pharaoh, he said, Jonas and Genesis, come and do what Moses did. And the Bible says they did exactly what Moses did. But God said, don't worry, I am that I am. I'm not going to be changed by, by, by things that are going to happen. Just do what I have sent you to do. Because I'm a God of a, of a powerful dimension. My dimension is not limited to one thing. I can change in that dimension to become a God of thunder if I want. I can be a God of deliverance and a God of prophecy if I want. Glory be to Jesus. So when they saw him in the Israelites now, because it was now the proclivity of God to say, as my people are going to deal with me, I'm going to break myself into names, not into operations only, but into names. The reason why God is breaking himself into names is for the people of Israel to capture and experience him and capture his reality. These people are working with God after Moses has taken them out of Egypt. But these people, they don't understand God because God is a compendium. The dimensions of God, they are so big, they are unfathomable. You cannot exhaust the dimensions of God, which means our, our pursuit for God, we are pursuing God when we come to church on Sunday, eh? we are pursuing God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but our pursuit for God is not going to end in this cosmos. Even in heaven, there's still place for you to pursue God. That's why even the 24 elders, whenever they worship God in pursuance, when they wake up again, they see God in another dimension. Which means, I, my pursuit for God is not going to end here. What I'm doing here is the representation of what I'm going to do in heaven. A lot of us, we think that when we go to heaven, we are going to just stop pursuing God. We will know everything about God. That's why there are angels that when they look at God, each and every time the creatures, they are always saying holy. When they are saying holy, they are saying the dimension that we captured yesterday is different from the dimension that we are capturing. Which means you and me as we are going to go to God, we are not going to relax and rest and say, God, now we know everything about you. Every morning, we are going to pursue him. We are going to pursue his dimensions. So as he was walking with the Israelites, God, are you talking with me? He said, no, these people, they will never know me because I'm a great God. 
So I'm going to break myself, segment myself in different dimensions. So the Bible speaks of God who is called the Jehovah Jireh. When you went unto Abraham, he said unto Abraham, I'm a competitor, but I want you to capture another dimension about me. So I'm going to provide to you. After I provide you in experience, not only spiritually, I'm going to uh, provide for you experientially. After I provide for you, I want you to capture a dimension. Then tell that dimension and give it your generation. Are we together? So the Bible says when God uh, provided for Abraham, when Abraham was at the Mount in Moria, he captured a dimension in his cosmos. And he said, this God is different from the God that I read that visited Noah. He's a different God. So I'm going to call him Jerry. Are we together? It's a dimension that Abraham captures, which means God always attaches his name to a dimension, which means if you cannot experience God into today, and you cannot name God, there are dimensions that are not going to be open for you. So when Israel now captured another dimension of called righteousness, they didn't know about righteousness. They just heard that Enoch walked with God and he was not. And God took him. They heard that Noah was a righteous man, but they could not capture a dimension. Until one day, they captured a dimension called righteousness and they called him Zedekano. Are we together? Then when they captured that dimension and called him Zedekano, he comes in his preloma, in his fullness, as a God of righteousness. Which means the generation that is coming now, when they just say Zedekano, righteousness is coming to them. When people now, of course, they are not only calling a name, are we together? Are you hearing me? They are provoking a dimension. Are we together? It's not just a name. And after that, the Bible says, when in time of Gideon, Gideon looked at God and he said, You are a different God. I see shalom in you, and they kept the dimension of peace. Which means when they say shalom, they are not just using a unique identifier unto God, but they are provoking and invoking a dimension out together. When they are looking at God and they are saying Jehovah Jehovah, they are not just calling him a name, but they are invoking a dimension out together. When they are saying Jehovah Rafa, so God said, I'm going to segment myself into different segmentation so that when you want to experience healing, you will not experience the whole dimension because it will take years in this world to understand God. So he said, I'm going to break myself and I get a dimension called Rafa. So if I get a revelation to say, the God that is called Jireh, who can give me food, is called Jireh, when he's called Rafa, when I get cancer and I say Rafa, I'm not just calling unto God, but I'm provoking a dimension. I cannot prophesy like I feel it. When I say Rafa, it's a dimension that I'm capturing to experience. Amen. So he said, I'm going to break myself from Genesis up to the time where, uh, where we are right now. He's breaking himself into dimensions. I want to get that. So these are platforms now that God is saying, you cannot experience me in a bigger platform, but I want to break different platforms. That when you experience me in your cosmos, attach that experience to a dimension. Then you experience me. Which means when I say Rafa, God knows that it's a dimension of healing. You will not come as a God of prosperity, no. You will come as a God of healing. When we pray here or when we worship God and we start to sing about Elohim, you will never come as a God of power. You come as what you call him. When we say Adonai, then I need a need of, of something and I don't have made money and I say Adonai. You just comes as an Adonai is a dimension. Are, are we together? Yeah. I hope that someone after this service you are going to capture a dimension. Yes. And that dimension is not going to affect you. It will be an, a, a dimension that you affect even your generation to come. Yeah. This dimension that you are creating is a dimension that will help your generation. They will look at that dimension and say, Baba, God, this dimension, Jehovah, Jehovah. What does that Chuva mean? And if Chuva, it means God of impossibilities. Your children, they walk in a dimension of impossibilities. That's why all the children that came after Abraham, they had a provision upon their lives. They never, ever, ever, ever went into a place of poverty. They never left. The Bible says, Isaac, he planted in an arid place and the harvest is a hundredfold. Why? Because there's a dimension of Jireh that was provoked by the deep. So that now dimension was attached to a name. When that name is called, a dimension is opened. 
Right now, as we are in this church, the moment we sit down and we stand and we say, you are El Shaddai, it's the dimension that we're invoking. It's not an identifier. A lot of us, we've used these names to identify God. But God is saying, these are platforms that you can use to experience me. I are we together? And I want you to understand and to put this down, that every, every generation is a mandate to live a new name of God to the other generation that is going to come. Every generation, we are not going to just look at the Bible and say the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob. Our mandate, whenever we come to the house of God, is to create and capture a dimension. It is the responsibility to leave a legacy for your children. Leave a legacy to another generation. If you fail to leave a legacy, we fail to another generation. Are we together? So this afternoon, I want you to capture a dimension. Your experience, your life, uh, is very too long for you not to capture a dimension and an experience for God. We, we, we are here to capture dimensions for our generations. Are we together? Amen. I said, are we together? Amen. Maybe you may not yes, a name as Jaira or El Shaddai. They can be a song that God can give you Maybe you are in a difficult situation. You don't know how to get out of that difficult situation. And you need, you are in need of something. Then it's the spirit of the Lord who knows the mind of God. He gives you a name or a song. Then you start to sing that name and say, this God is faithful. This God, that becomes the name of your generation. Maybe you are being affected with the poverty. You know, I speak maybe to those that are being affected with the barrenness. Whether you are saying, okay, I've been affected the body. One day, God gives you a song. And you start to say, with God, nothing is impossible. With God, you start to sing it, sing it. Before you know it, the doctors say, congratulations. It's not just a song. It's not just a song. It's a name that is attached to a dimension. Which means, when you are going to grow, and your children are being affected with the demons, they are being stopped by satanic demonic spirits and necromancer spirit, you just say, just say God is beautiful and is good. They will ask you, mama, what does that mean? You tell them that no, it's not just a song. It's a name that I was given by the Holy Ghost. I capture a dimension. So you may say maybe I don't have the grace and the revelation to capture the name of God. God can give you a song. Are we together? That's a dimension. Glory to Jesus. Whereby when you invoke that dimension, I'm telling you, Angels don't run around. Maybe it's not a song, it's a statement. God can just give you a statement that opens up doors. Are we together? You know, you, you can go around with, is it, is it for peace? You know, I, I was in shop right two days ago. A certain woman called me, said, Prophet, you have uh, forgotten about me, but I now have your number. You once preached a sermon in two, uh, 2013 or 14, and you termed it, it's a breakthrough, though in broken pieces. She said to me, I never understood it, but I captured this statement. Right now, I understand it's a breakthrough. Man of God, you in broken pieces. I passed through difficulties past, uh, past years, two years ago, and this year. But all these difficulties, when I did not die, I did not lose my faith. It's only last week when I got my, 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 my breakthrough. So I, 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 I was uh, reminded of the sermon that you preached. It resonated in me. It's a breakthrough. So when she said it, it was called uh, it, it, it is, it is. And I said, Mama, I don't know that. It, it, it is, it is. I know that statement, Prophet, is resonating. And I said, you know, tell me. I said, I can't tell it. But I know if you tell me. Then after five minutes, then when I said, is it not for peace? Is it for peace? I said, no, it's not that. She said, it's a breakthrough though in broken pieces. She said it has been a, a breakthrough to me, though in broken pieces. It's a statement. So God can give you a statement that I know that I was not supposed to be married, I was not supposed to drive, I was not supposed to own a company, but it's a breakthrough in my life, though in broken pieces. I went together. So it may be a statement that God is going to give you this afternoon. It may be a, a song. It may be a name that God is going to give you. I've got statements that when I am in trouble, I just mention those statements and I invoke a, 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 a dimension out together. Psalms 24 speaks of God, the 
Bible says the earth is the lost, the world and those that dwell in it. He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who can ascend to the hills of the most high God or enter into his most holy place? And he will expect a pure heart and clean hands. He will not stand deceitfully unto the idols. He shall receive blessings from his Lord and salvation from the God of his salvation. I like this pattern. This is Jacob, the generation that seeks God. Can't you see? This is Jacob, the generation that seeks God and finds him. Which means Jacob sought for God and a dimension was attached to Jacob. Which means if I need a God of encounter, I don't have to go to Isaac. I have to go to Jacob. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
The anointing and the dimension of anointing of King was invoked and provoked, and the man was healed. So, names, our names, represent different dimensions. I don't you a person by a name, bra, bra, bra. You say, ah, bro, bro, how are you? You don't invoke a dimension. If you come to me right now and say, wait after service and say, hey, brother, I, I want prayer. I can pray for you, but there's a dimension that I cannot attend to. You are the one who has stopped and closed it. You can come to me and say, hey, Brian, uh, I want a revelation. If I cannot provoke that dimension because you have closed that dimension, so every name is attached to a dimension. If you say prophet, there are dimensions that are opened. If you say apostle, there's another dimension that is opened. If you say pastor, there's a dimension that is opened. If you say evangelist, there's a dimension that is opened. Are we together? Are we together? If you say kasi, kasi, there's a dimension of a cousinship that is open to me. So I will only operate within the crevices and coordinates of a cousin. So that's why it's good to understand now dimensions and names. Are we together? So we don't put those names so that we may be elevated above other people. But every dimension, every name, it opens up a dimension. Which means there is a name that my wife can call me that opens up a dimension that cannot call me. You can't. My wife can call me honey and sweetie. No matter how much I like you, you can't call me that. When she says honey, there's a dimension that's opened. Are we together? The moment my wife said, uh, uh, Malume, no matter what, there's a dimension that will not be opened. Are we together? You cross that dimension. Are we together? So every name is for a dimension. Every name is for a dimension. Even when I'm home, when the, the one she said, prophet, Prophetic. There's a dimension of the prophetic that is uh, so there are names that my wife can use to me that opens up dimensions that you cannot use. There are names that even the angel cannot use if, if my wife uses. If the angel comes to me and says, Baby, you know, I look at you and I become angry because I'm not baby. But if my wife says that to me, there is a dimension. Uh, to those that are married, they understand the dimensions. There is a dimension that is opened. Uh, are we together? So you, you, you know names, they open up dimensions. They are not only to identify each other, but they open up names and uh, dimensions. Some are short dimension. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. And the Bible speaks, I'm about to wrap up now, the Bible speaks of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Philippians that in the God gave him a name that is above every name above every name of anything under the earth on earth and in heavenly places and the bible says and every mention of the name jesus christ and every mention of the name jesus that jesus is the lord every nation power and every time we confess that jesus christ is what is the lord which means jesus is not the name no, the name that is that God was looking for in, in the book of, of Philippians is the Lord. Are we together? The Bible says that they will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, which means the name Jesus Christ it just means Yeshua or Joshua, it means the one who says it's in another dimension. But God is saying now in the book of Philippians, there's a dimension that you've never understood about this man called Yeshua. There is a dimension, and the Bible says every man who says his name is called the Lord, the name Lord, it means the ultimate possessor of all. So he can be the savior, but the ultimate possessor of all. So it's a dimension. When you read in the book of Revelation, the Bible says you are given a name that is not uh, known by anyone, and the Bible says it is, it is written on his thigh, and his name is called the Word. Are we together? Which means the moment I go to Jesus and I approach him in the world, there are dimensions that God opens up, dimensions of revelation. I become a man of revelation. That's why John, when he's coming, he's trying now to hide. And he never mentioned himself in his book. All the other synoptic gospel writers, they wrote about Jesus based on his historical background. But John is saying, no, 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 no. This man is not what they think he is. He said, in the beginning was the word, the word was in the God, and the word was God. He's trying to trace now his spiritual etymology through dimensions. He went into different dimensions and said, no, he can't be called Jesus. It's it relates to Matthew, Mark, and Luke. 
from this man is going to have the name are we together so there are dimensions that god is about to open up this afternoon Amen. by knowing the name of jesus christ i carry a name that is above every name the name jesus christ are we together yes. you, so you need to, to pray out to god this afternoon i say god give me the power and the technology on how to ascend that and image my name then give me impact in my time through experiences that I may attach a dimension through my impact in this world. So if you are not impactful in this generation, child of God, you are not going to open up dimensions. You are not going to leave a name for your children. You are going to be doomed if you know other people's God. You need to get to a place where you know your God. Are we together? When you come to the house of God, you are not waiting for the God of Archbishop Dakarius. You are not only waiting for the God of Prophet Pride, but to come to the house of God with the God that you've experienced. And say, your God can miss me, Prophet Pride, but there is a God that I've experienced when I was in my closet. The God of Archbishop may not touch me, but I've got a God that I've experienced when I was in my prayer, when I was studying the Bible. I met up with a God altogether. That's why the Bible says, Because I'm not just a consummation. 
dimension, but I'm a submission of a dimension. I come on, somebody. Shut up, dimension, dimension. Yes. That's why he said to Moses, go and tell Ramesses that I am that I am. If you want me to be the God of Billions, I'm going to become the God of Billions. If you want me to be the God of Progress, I'm going to become the God of Progress. If you want me to be the God of Revelation, I'm going to become the God of Revelation. If you want me to be the God of Healing, I'm going to become the God of Healing. If you want me to be the God of Doors, I'm going to open up doors for you. If you want me to be the God of Power, I'm going to release power of Moses. Don't limit me, don't limit me. If you want me to be the God of Snakes, I'm going to change your stuff to be a snake. If you want me to be the God of Exodus, I'm going to become the God of Exodus. If you want me to be the God of Protection, I'm going to protect you. I am that I am. I am the Lord Yehifah. I'm not limited by dimensions, but I enter in every dimension. Right now, shut up, God. You can't expect a God of a dimension. Right now, it's going to become what you want him to become. That's why the Bible says with the rock of ages. So if you want him to deal with your life and start to do what he did with Abraham with the rock of ages. If you want him to revelate in your life and speak to things that he spoke to Adam with the rock of ages. So but short rock of ages. Can I prophesy like a village? The Bible tells me that he's an he is the God of power, the God of excellence. The God was preached from Apostle Paul. That's why the Bible tells me that he said, I am Jehovah Adonai. That's a dimension that I attach myself to. I'm a God that is called Chinese. That's a dimension that I attach myself to. I am Jehovah Rafa. That's a dimension that I attach myself to. So when you call unto God, the Bible tells me that he's a lot of wastage. That's why he sounds straight for saving. Who is this God? And then he said, Who is the king of glory? Lift up your legs and look at this. And be lifted up in everlasting dust. But the king of glory, let her image. Who is this king of glory? So he's the king of glory. Are you missing and lacking glory in your life? Jesus, they will say the son of Abraham, the son 
What are you trying to do? We are just in dimensions, not brutal. Can I prophesy like I feel it? We set a code of dimensions. We are about to get the realities of the spirit. From a dimension that we are attaining. Can I prophesy like I feel it? When you say I'm the lamp of God, he's not speaking about you being slain, but he's speaking about the dimension that was spoken in the book of Revelation. He was already slain. It's a dimension. Can I prophesy like a village? If you say that I'm the father to fatalists, he's not saying that I'm going to come to your house. He's saying that there's a dimension that can bring systems of advantage over your life. Can I prophesy like a village? It's an unmatched for nature. That's a dimension. It's an unchangeable changer. That's a dimension. He's an uncreated creator. That's a dimension. He's Eros Parakletos. That's a dimension. He's the author of all authors. That's a dimension. The author of our faith. That's a dimension. He's the life. That's a dimension. With the bread of life. That's a dimension. With the champion of champions. Dimensions. 
up together. We need to hear our God. When Archbishop is not, I know that I've got a God. When the prophet Brian is not, I have got a God. That becomes a God in the dimension of my generation. Are we together? A lot of people, they've been tribalizing people who always pray according to their fathers. I was not one of the people who always tribalized people when they said the God of so and so. There are churches that have been indoctrinated that when you pray, you pray to the God of Papa, God of Uti, God of No, they will be told. But if you talk about revelation on what I'm teaching you, you think that these people are crazy. But if you sit down with these fathers and they'll tell you, like myself, we have this revelation if I were children, I'll tell you that pray me according to my God. Which means if I have got a dimension that I am desiring, pray according to my dimension. If we know that prophet can prophesy, it's not heretical to pray according to the dimension of your prophet. Are we together? Some of us, we don't have graces to open up dimensions. We open up through using other people's keys until we are matured through scriptures to create our own dimensions. So the moment you create a dimension, Elijah. If it's Jesus himself, 
Anybody in the spirit or in the flesh, I don't know. What I know is that I was captured in a dimension. When I came down from a dimension, I started to speak things that even Apostle Peter said is too much. A dimension. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Right now, I don't want you to say the God of Archbishop or the God of Protestant. Say, God, I need my own encounter. I need a dimension. And that dimension we are going to give it to you. Thank you. 